Good morning. This is Real Life Moms by Laura Hurd, and I'm Laura Hurd. I wanted to say hello. I've not been able to meet with you all. Been um <laughs> really dealing with this time change. We live on the East Coast and um Tennessee to be exact, and we we've been dealing with um, falling back, which just happened Sunday night. Today is Monday. It's 5.41 a.m. where I'm at. <laughs> and I have some extra, extra, extra time this morning. My youngest, every year when we do the time change, he, no matter how late we keep him up, he gets up earlier and earlier and earlier. And my husband was so kind to remind me of this a few weeks prior to this time change where we set our clocks back an hour. And I'll have, I tend to do some rose color glasses type thinking. And I did not remember it being three in the morning and so forth. I remember a 4.30, but he said that that was on a good day. So today it was... 345. And I'm, I'm thinking that it's just, it's going to keep getting pushed back. And we just have to take it as it comes. I remember before, sometimes I would have to put him back to bed because it was just too early. So based on what time he goes to bed at night, knowing, okay, you need to go back to bed because what happens moms when a child does not get enough sleep <laughs> they get cranky and irritable and so the same thing happens with my 5-year-old and and I get cranky and irritable obviously if I don't get enough sleep and it's not a good mix it's like oil and water and nobody wants to be around that right so He's hanging out this morning. I'm hanging out again. I just wanted to. I'm. I'm. I've not done the podcast, and I've missed getting on here. And I didn't really um, have anything topped out. So that just goes to show you how much that I miss you guys. <laughs> so I hope you're enjoying everything that I've um, I've done so far, and you're gleaning something from it. Um, uh, God's really working on my heart um, and just convicted me of some things and, you know, because he loves me and I'm very thankful for that. And so I'm trying to figure out um, where to go with what he's kind of showing me. So hopefully I can share that with you all. So one thing I did have on my mind with the time change and just time in general and being a special needs parent and something that is going to be happening this weekend and um we have a older son he's 11 and he you know ever since we we've had our youngest son oh yes <laughs> what baby Whoa, ooh, Cash. Mm-hmm. And Oi. bear with me just a minute Oi. here. What, buddy? 
Yeah, good job. So, we cannot freely come and go. It has gotten extremely better than it used to be when he was around two years old, three years old. Um, but we couldn't leave the house, all of us together, um, because of his needs and his safety. Safety was is always number one priority. Um, he has gotten so much better with the compulsiveness and the eloping and the fear of that has diminished. There's still a fear there, but um, it's not as severe as it used to be. And when I say fear, <laughs> it's that's that's the reality of our life. If you have a child with autism and you've had these issues, you, I mean, you know, you get it. And, you know, the Bible tells us not to be afraid. And um, yes, I know that God is with us. But, and that's where, you know, <laughs> your world is so, I mean, the special needs world is, is just so different. God's word obviously does not change and we can still apply it to our lives in every situation. But the reality of having a child that runs off, I mean, you see it in the news and we, but you know, you have to choose not to live in fear and continually hand that over to God, but still be practical in how you parent and how you keep your child safe. And so that's not what this is about, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, you know, God's, God's good and he's blessed our family and ha watching my son grow in those areas have, has been a huge blessing. But like I said, the fear is all probably always going to be there at, to some level. So anyway, so I was thinking about our family dynamic and we have learned to split up time with our oldest son and, you know, there's things that we just can't take my youngest son to do. We can't go as a family because he just wouldn't be able to handle it. There would be too much anxiety and, um, it just, we just can't do it. So we do find ways to split up time between me and my oldest son, between my husband and my oldest son. And we kind of switch off here and there. And this Saturday is my niece's birthday party. And, you know, once again, we were talking about it yesterday. And it gets easier. And when you're talking about this, it used to in the past, and this is really the meat of the conversation here today. So, and, you know, I'm thinking about those that may be in the early um, days of your diagnosis. And because we were there, and it hurts so bad. And it's heartbreaking because you're so used to a certain mindset, a certain way of doing things. And when you, when you, you literally have to pull, we, let me speak from, from my perspective, because this is what happened to us. Um, we had to break away from that normal 
way of life. And I say normal because that's the way we were living for so many years up to that point. And so, and that's the way other families without children with special needs can live. And and that's wonderful. But you know, what's also wonderful is when you can grow, when you do have a different circumstance and, um, you are able to grow in Christ and grow and I apologize. My son has left the refrigerator door open <laughs> and I'm going to close. I didn't want to holler at him. What do you need, Miles? Huh? You want some yogurt? So, all right, we're getting yogurt right now. And <laughs> I'm trying to stay on track. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was very hard. We had to say, okay, I'm going to go with my oldest son. And you go next time. And it, it broke my heart. It was, I mean, you... You know, we all wanted to be there. We all wanted to do things together as a family of four, not as two people, you know, one parent with one child. But you, we, <laughs> I keep saying you, but I, this is, I'm talking about us here because this is what happened. You know, this is us. So we had to grow in that. We had to, and it took time to accept what was going on and how we were doing things and the newness of it all because it just it it wasn't the way that we thought it should be and but you know it's it's just it is what it is and we had to be okay with that and you know you have to um you know god's still there and you can rejoice in those circumstances even you know, when you're thrown for such a big loop, it is hard to cope. And because when it comes to family, you know, you want that time with your family. And we wanted that time <laughs> together as a family. And I knew how important that was to my oldest son. He thrives on family time. And so that was very heartbreaking and very hard for me to see and deal with, but God has a plan, right? So he, you know, he's allowed this and he knows what he's doing. You know, I, I don't know so many times what I'm doing. I'm faced with so many new situations on a daily basis sometimes with our, our, our youngest son with special needs with autism. And but I know God knows, you know, and that's where my peace and my hope comes in during these times. And I have to trust that he's leading and guiding me and be at peace with it. And so I was able to come to a point, our family was able to come to a point to where now it's, it's normal for us. And so when my niece's party came up and it was like a normal conversation. And so, you know, I always encourage that relationship between my husband and my oldest son. And um, of course, 
I wanted to go. Um, you know, it's we all want to be there, but I thought we try. It seems like we're we usually balance it out fifty fifty. If one of us goes one time to something with our oldest son and the next time the other one go and it kind of just happened that way it's nothing we planned and I really think you have to do this based on your situation um of course maybe one of us might be sick the next time you know it's nothing that we've set in stone it's just something that the way our family dynamic has evolved so my husband you know encouraged him to go this time and so he's you know, more than likely, unless something happens, he's going to be taking our oldest to our niece's birthday party this coming Saturday. And, you know, it's just so crazy because of how that we all have grown. And it's, I do worry about our oldest son still just how, because I do know that he has not lost that desire to be as a family, but I think that his understanding of why and knowing that what what the outcome would be if we did bring our youngest along and it's just something you have to sacrifice and and like I said trust God and know that he knows what he's doing so we don't we don't have to worry about what's going on here and so you just do you know you will learn what is the best thing for your family how to adjust those needs and desires and your perspective on so many things and it's it, it's very hard it's a lot at one time and in the early days of our diagnosis it was so much so overwhelming and but it it all like God worked it all out over time you know we were able to go down that crazy windy path (laughs) not knowing what the end result was we still don't know what it is and we're still wondering I feel like but it's not as curvy of a road um if you want (laughs) to try to think about an illustration to go along with it it's not as windy it's you know, but we still, nobody knows the end result, you know, in their life. So you just do the best you can. But I encourage you, if you do have a child with special needs and a a neurotypical sibling, to not get discouraged that you will find your groove, you will find what works for your family. One other thing I want to mention is that, you know, you will be tempted with what with thinking about what other people think about you and your family and what your family is doing you're going to be tempted with that and i was tempted with that just because of things i would read on different blogs and things i, I just i have a feeling most every parent at some point to a child with with autism has those feelings because it's such a change that I think it's kind of a shock to everybody that is in their circle of life, like their immediate family, their friends, and maybe even their church family. It's such a big shock and it's such a 
pulling away from that normal routine that, you know, you don't know what to do. (laughs) You're just trying to figure it out. And so other people won't know what's going on because they don't see what happens, you know, at home. Um, but don't, I'm urging you right now, if you are in those early days of your diagnosis and you're being tempted with those thoughts, you, you take those, pray those and put your blinders on, pray those away from you and know that God's in control, know that God is with you and know that you are doing and figuring out for your family and it, and it'll take time. It took time for our family. I'm talking about a year or two, two years, I'm going to say two years at least to really see that, hey, this, our normal is not normal now. This is our new normal. This is okay. This is how we do life. And this is what God has given us. And we, you still want to stretch your child, lovingly stretch them out of their comfort zone. Obviously, you don't want to just seclude yourself in the four walls of your home. I'm not saying that, but you will find your groove. You, God will help lead you and guide you in those, in those places of uncertainty and the stretching of your child outside of that comfort zone. And he will show you when to do it. And even if you do it and you fail, that's okay. It's a learning experience. It really is. And it gives you courage for the next time. So it's, there is always some good in this journey even if it feels like it's overwhelming and scary and lonely, there's, there are things that you can look to, to say that, Hey, you know, God is in control and this is going to be okay (laughs) because I feel like anyone who is just starting on this journey needs to hear that. Um, because what I'm, needed I needed that truth spoken to me in the early days and it is it, it's very lonely if you feel like that no one understands um and no one and possibly even judging you or or criticizing you for decisions you're making based on what they see and remember as your normal life so just do not entertain those thoughts and put your blinders on mama <laughs> and do what God has called you to do as a caregiver, as a mother, as a wife. And that's the best that you can do. And God knows that. And God, like I said, just keep stretching your little, your guy and, Um, If there's anything that you can reach out to me that you have questions or you just want to vent or need encouragement, um, you can find me on Facebook under Real Life Moms by Laura Heard on um, Instagram if you want to message me there. There's even an option to message me on the podcast. Any way that I can be there for you if you are having a day where you do feel alone reach out to me because I have been there and (laughs) I am not going to think you're crazy or, or judge you in any way, because I know, I know. 
And but I can tell you this that God God is with you right now and he loves you, he loves your family and he has he does have a plan and that cliche saying God has a plan for your life. Yes, he does. And it's to draw you into a deeper relationship with him and to sanctify you into his likeness. That's why he's he wants your heart and as a Christian, as a as a follower of Christ, that's the main that's the bottom line and he's molding us and shaping us and just remember that it's for our good and all things work together for the good of those that love him and that's the molding and shaping and sanctification even though it hurts and it's painful and the pruning is not you don't want to go through that but he knows best and he knows what we need um and how our hearts are going to be molded into his likeness so be encouraged today again please reach out to me or anyone that you know that you can just vent to find a friend that is is going to be there and just let you do that venting (laughs) so I hope you all have a wonderful week it is Monday and it's early and I hope this time change is gentle on you and your family and your children and um, roll with the punches don't get discouraged easier said than done right reach out if you have to and hopefully I will be able to meet with you all again very soon and thank you so much for listening to this podcast I hope I've not rambled too much during our time together today and I apologize for the interruptions but that's just that's life and um that is it is what it is so Thank you again and God bless you.